We here. It's Don Chen's The Wolf Mentality Podcast. It's pretty damn lit. Uh, long Wolf. We made it. We made it. Episode Ma- 50. Oh, episode 50. Episode 50. Let's go. Long, what a long journey it's been. Yeah? How yeah. do you feel? I feel great. How do you yeah. feel? You've been along the whole way? Not 50. Not 50. <laughs> but uh, but I feel good. Yeah? Yeah. Feel... Going to be a good one? Good one for 50? Oh, dude, it's going to be a great one. Something special for 50. We got a lot to talk about. Should I say, what up, Wolves? <laughs> Don Chen's Josh. He's looking cute. I'm feeling cute. I don't know about looking it. And it's episode 50. If you've listened to all 50, you are an alpha. Just an absolute alpha. An alpha apex predator wolf. Yes. You hunt your own food. Yes. You only eat, uh, you're like Joe Rogan, you only eat elk that you hunted yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and we need more of you. Yes, we need more. We need more. Yeah. Uh, like, not like, it's not fucking Instagram. Subscribe, rate and review, share it. I think sharing it is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. If you have people, I mean, I need to do a better job of getting the word out there, but it grows through word of mouth is most effective. So if you listen and you enjoy it, please share it. Listening is great and it is supporting and we do appreciate that. But even better and really helps a lot to grow the audience if you're sharing it. So that'd be and, mad and, chill of you. And we're dishing out free therapy. So why dishing would you not want to share that? therapy. We scratch your back, you scratch ours. That's how it works. <laughs> like that Chinese doctor from the plane. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> not like that, not though. Like that, that was much more, much more scratching. <laughs> this is just a light scratch. I don't need that much scratching. <laughs> Uh, good vibes in here. We yes. have we have good vibes because jo- Josh, me and Josh both came in with bad vibes, but we're having good vibes now, right? Yeah, right? yeah. It's been a. I'm in the middle of finals week, so it's stressful. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Fuck computers, by the way. Fuck computers. Fuck computers. Fuck technical difficulties. The world was better before computers. That's all I'll say. I'll, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> I agree. Fuck technical that technical difficulties. Yeah. Technical, say that five times fast. I can't try it. Technical difficulties, technical difficulties, technical difficulties, technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Wow. Boom. That was really good. That was, I'm actually impressed. Yeah. I'm actually very impressed. Um, I'm really talented. So everyone was blowing up like, oh, my Spotify, like this is what I listened to. What, to, to let the people know what was your, what was your most listened to artists of the decade of, of the year? Uh, Drake. Drake was the most. Yeah, you know, my 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 top five was kind of basic, but like it was basically the top four best rappers out right now, and then a reggae band. So it was Drake, then J Cole, then Kendrick Lamar, then Meek Mill, then the Movement. Never heard of the Movement. Are They're you recommending sick. that? I'm I'm recommending the Movement. If you like rock reggae, their new album Ways of the World. Dropped in 2019, and that's why they're on my list, because I was just listening to that album nonstop. It's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. It's amazing. My five of the <clears throat> year, although mine's through Apple Music, I have both, mm-hmm. but I mostly listen to Apple Music. 
uh, Tyler the Creator, obvious number one. Mm-hmm. Nipsey Hussle, RIP number two. Damn. Kanye number three. Freddie Gibbs number four. Drake number five. Okay. So okay, yeah. you got all hip hop on there. All rappers. Yeah, I'm surprised there that there were more R and B ones up there. They're a little, yeah. they're a little further down the list, but. But the thing I'm most excited about is that Jay Z's back on because. I've been listening to him nonstop since I he started, came back. On. I started doing that too, even though, like I said, I had Apple Music and he was already on there. But yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, Jay Z, I should listen to that." Yeah, it was. I, I was tell I was telling you and uh, Samuel that I think his uh, deep cuts are better than his hits. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know his the whole thing with uh, him keeping his music exclusively on title is kind of annoying. Yeah, you know, I I had a major beef about it <clears throat> just because. Cause like I fucking love, dude. Jay Z is arguably the best rapper ever, and I would listen to his music nonstop. But I'm not gonna pay for title just, just to listen to Jay Z. You know what I mean? So I haven't listened to him in years. Well, my biggest beef with title was that I thought it was gonna go. I thought if title was successful, I thought it would be music would become similar to how like streaming like Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff is becoming now yeah. how everything would start splintering and like how Netflix and Hulu will fight over who gets the rights to certain shows yeah. and certain things because in the beginning you know uh, Jay-Z always had and him and Beyonce both their music only on title and that was yeah. it and then some of it was on Apple Music but there was a time where Kanye only had the life of Pablo on there for a yeah. while other artists were doing exclusive streams then Apple started doing it they did it with Chance the Rapper so I was worried yeah. that it would just the, turn into that yeah like Spotify Apple and title Dude. would just start paying artists for exclusive streaming rights and it would eventually lead could, to you had to have every platform be able to listen could to you imagine to. how annoying that would be if yeah, you had like, to like Oh, now I want to listen to Chance the Rapper. I'm going to go to this platform. Oh, now right. I want to listen to Kanye. I want to go to this but, platform. But that's what happens it's, with uh, movies and TV yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. That's what you have to do. Exactly. And that, I was worried that was going to happen. So like people like Samuel, that's what Samuel said in our group. He goes, oh, you hate Jay-Z. I was like, no, I hate Jay-Z. <laughs> I just hated the whole way he's yeah. going about the business. Nah, and if I it know. worked out well, I thought it would screw up the music Well, I industry. guess I respect the move. And like, what well, it, it it is the third like competing music platform, right? Behind Apple Music and, and Spotify. But like Apple Music and Spotify don't have a founder that's a musician that's like promoting his their own music. You know what I mean? Like I understand what he was doing. I guess I, you know, I, I, guess, I guess I respect I, I the move. I just think what business are you getting in? You know, like are you? I don't know. I just think it's weird. Like if yeah. like if you're gonna be, if you're gonna distribute the music, yeah. if you're gonna be a platform, I feel like you shouldn't. It's like, just his though, right? I don't know. It's just his. I don't know. Like he just wants people like, oh, you want to listen to me? All right. You, you fuck with me. Title, yeah. Get title. Support me. But if you want to support me, then support people me. People don't do that. Yeah. I don't, I didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> Love Jay-Z, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Not, only would do that for Tyler, the creator. Would you? Tyler, the creator started his own streaming service. <laughs> yeah, dude, I I'd you pay would. A mil- I'd give my I, life savings. I bet you would. <laughs> but not, it's not a joke. I for sure would. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll see. What do you think he would name it? Probably some weird golf, ass golf Latin music, name. golf playing yeah. music, or some shit like that. Probably. Yeah. Um. All right, we have a lot to talk. Oh, actually, one thing. Quick thought: went to the dentist this weekend the, on Saturday morning, which is pretty stupid. A schedule on nine thirty on a Saturday morning, but I did that. Yeah. Went. Only thought about it. Dentist is the best job I think in the world. Being a dentist. Yeah. Why? Not too much. Get like what two extra years, and they. I think no, they, dude. It's a yeah. it's full. It's a full four years, and then a four year residency. No. Same as med school. Yes. Dentist, no. Yes, Dentist it is. is way less. 
Nah, look I'm it up. Looking, Fact check that. But I'm anyway, it up right now. I was thinking. I'm pretty sure that it's a thing where they say for the amount of school versus bang for your buck, like how much money you make with the median salary is. Dentists are pretty up there, and dentist doesn't do anything. The dental hygienist does all the work. They're cleaning your teeth. They're doing all that stuff. The dentist, yeah. like, all right, let me check. He taps on Comes your teeth. Comes in and does He does some shit and leaves. Yeah, it's great. No, I. But dude, it 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 takes many years of school to earn that. What Dental school takes four years to complete at full-time status. So those who complete a bachelor's degree first will be in school for eight years. That's on howtobecome.com. Ha- Search rich on that website. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know what it says. <laughs> I, need um, that, I need that fucking answer now. Or, yeah, dude. F- four years of school. And then I'm pretty sure there's a residency too. Dental medicine. Well, it takes either a way, time. M- seem much less stressful than being some also, kind of specialist doctor. My old roommate's like friend or something like that went to dental school and apparently accumu- between undergrad and dental school accumulated $500,000 in student loan debt. Lovely. So, yeah. Sounds great. Chill chill job being a dentist, but what, when are you going to enjoy that money? I don't know. How much do, do dentists make? Like your ordinary dentist. You got the computer on you. You, right. you tell me, sir. No way. Dude, these ranges are ridiculous. <laughs> what is it, like $80,000? Glassdoor like says between 174 k and 314 k That's a big range. That is a big range. But the low range is 174 That's kind of That's a lot. To tap my teeth and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I did some shit. You're good. Like, yeah, but <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm going to... If I'm doing four years of doctorate school and then four years of residency, like I, I, I want to be making more than that. Yeah, I, I guess know. they will eventually, but I don't know. But don't know. either way, dentists, well, yeah. don't, dentists don't do shit uh, unless it's a, some kind of the, special. You thing. know what they do do though? <laughs> they try <laughs> and do. talk to you while you have a bunch of shit in your mouth and you can't talk back. Yeah, he was trying to do that, and I was like, yeah. "All right, fam, like relax." Were you hungover? Not really, just tired. I didn't get much sleep, yeah. so it's pretty beat. Yeah. All right, uh, we're ten minutes in. And we have a lot. Last week yeah. was a little slow with the topics. So we... We're getting right into yeah, it. Yeah, we were staying on a few topics for a while because there wasn't much that was that interesting, but we got a lot. So we're getting into it. And uh, first thing is not good news. So we're going to do that first was Juice World passed away. Yeah. He was 21, RIP. Yeah. Um, it's sad to hear anytime something like that is in the news. And I'm really not trying to be a dick, but I got to be honest. I don't know who that is. Like I've never heard of Juice. You've World. heard a, I've never heard of Juice. You've heard World. lucid dreams. I have these lucid dreams where I can move. Dude, I haven't. I haven't. It just, <laughs> dude, it just goes to show, like all of these. Uh, is he a rapper? Yes, he's like, like an emo-ish rapper. Okay, that's like the new wave, like emo rap. Yeah, like him, Trippy Red. Dude, yeah. See, Lil they P. just keep coming out of the woodwork. I don't even know who any of these people are, and then they're like in the news for something. It's like. I don't know who that is. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm not on maybe like, Twitter, Instagram too much. But that's true. It's pre- it's pretty sad. So the story was he was on a private plane from California to Chicago, where he's from. He's from Chicago, mm-hmm. and he when it first broke, they said he just died in Chicago. He passed away in Chicago Midway Airport. He's having a seizure. Died at the hospital. Mm-hmm. The story came out later that he. So apparently they had searched, uh, authorities had searched his private plane in the past. So they were kind of, he was kind of on their, on their radar for okay. drug paraphernalia, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. 
So then he landed and on the flight, apparently the pilot called authorities saying, I think people on this plane have guns. So then when they landed, authorities are waiting for them. His own, what, is it like his own pilot or is it like assume private jet he, company if that's he's, like... If he's narking on him, yeah. I would assume it's not. So told authorities, they had guns, so they were waiting for him when they landed. Mm-hmm. The two guys who had the guns ended up getting arrested for them. Um, but then they also searched the plane. Mm-hmm. They found 75 or 70, 70 pounds of weed, 70 pounds of marijuana. Damn. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot. And... They also found stuff for, they also found codeine, like bottles of codeine. Yep. And apparently the way Juice World had a seizure and passed away was because he downed a, I don't know how much, a shitload of Percocets, which led to him having a seizure. What I'm, what, Did he down it like in anticipation of getting searched? So he was trying to hide it? Like, so what did, I'm not sure is, and I was debating people this recently, I'm not, and I guess there's no way to really know, but... I don't know if he downed the Percocets thinking he was trying to hide them mm-hmm. or if he downed the Percocets to kill himself intentionally thinking he was pretty fucked from all the drugs they were going to find. Dude. I don't know why. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to psychoanalyze it too much because it's a sad story. Uh, but it just seems like I don't get why he if I don't get why he would be doing that to hide it because if you have that much other stuff if you have that much other stuff yeah how much Percocets You're not do about you to- have like if you have that like you have seventy pounds of weed. Yeah. That's a ridiculous amount. You're going to get fucked. Like that's, you're, you're not smoking that up before the plane lands. They, they were saying that he was having because his birthday was a week before that or something. Okay. And it was in preparation for a big birthday party. So I guess it was for the whole party. Mm-hmm. But that's like it that's ridiculous. I don't know. Like, I apparently it's just it's a it's a shitload. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, it's more than you would ever need. Yeah. So you're gonna get pretty screwed for that. So I can't like how many Percocets did he have that it would outweigh the punishment for all of that weed? If you have yeah. if you have that much Percocet and you were trying to hide it, you had to have had so much that you should know that it was gonna kill you. Conversely, if you didn't have, like, if it was so little. That mm-hmm. it doesn't outweigh the marijuana, then there's no per- point of even doing that to hide it because you're yeah. more screwed from the weed. Dude, so I, it doesn't make sense for him to try and yeah, hide it. So I, I don't. Know. I don't think he would try and. So I guess it was a, like a suicide attempt, or maybe just a, like a accidental overdose. Is that like out of the question? Why? That seems pretty logical, right? No, they were saying How, he like he downed a he whole like, bottle of like a, a a more than a normal amount. It so like. on the flight, he's anticipating as soon as the plane I know, lands. When they landed, like they land and they find out when they land. So it might have been like he. So right it, when he landed, he, da- he downed the or, bottle. I don't know how much they didn't. Was he already that, fucked up before he downed the bottle? Not sure. But the other thing too, if you're trying to hide it, he's the cash cow of the group. It's kind of like messed up. But normally in those scenarios, like Chris Carter was famously told NFL rookies at at a rookie symposium, he was like, "You need to have a fall guy." I feel like that's pretty standard for like rap crews, athletes. Like whenever you yeah. have like a crew of dudes, you got a fall. You guy. have a fall guy. So I don't think you would have. Granted, I feel like you wouldn't. I don't. I don't understand if you knew it was gonna be like negative consequences like that. But if you did, mm-hmm. and your your attempt was to hide it, it doesn't make sense for him to have done it. I don't know. It's a weird story. Very weird story. But it's sad. It also makes you realize like 
he was so talented. He was like very talented. Like I liked him. I didn't like love his music, but I liked him. People loved him. Yeah. And he was like, people thought he was going to be the next superstar. Yeah. So it kind of like my reflection of it is it's should make you move with a little more urgency, I guess. Yeah. Cause you never know when something crazy is going to happen. You think like, I don't know why do you think they feel obligated? Like once they get some publicity or they become famous and they start making money and they're touring and stuff like that, they think like, Oh, I, I have to do drugs now because this is the position I'm in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why, why is it so common that everyone like pops pills? It's and, encouraging the music. But that's yeah. the thing too, is it's like, then everyone's saying, oh, you know, like stop taking pills. Like, I'll say that too. Like, it's stupid. Like taking drugs isn't cool. Like there's nothing cool about it. No. But at the same time, I'll love a future song where he's talking about doing Molly yeah. sets and drinking lean. And I'm like, this, that's the sickest thing ever. Future's the coolest dude on earth. Like, Future literally is one of them. Future and ASAP Rocky, two coolest dudes on earth. By far. <laughs> by a mile, no comparison. But, like, I'll act like that's cool. Like, I know that it's stupid, but I'll act like it's cool. And that kind of furthers people doing it. So we're yeah. all kind of hypocritical in that, where we'll all be like, oh, that, yeah, like, people stop doing drugs, but then we're going to get super hyped when these artists make music about it. And a lot of them end up actually doing it. So True. Yeah. yeah. But it sucks because, I mean, he was 21. 21. That's a kid, man. That's like a young, just turned very 21. Young. His 21st birthday was like a week before or something. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. I wonder if he had any uh, like older people with him on the plane that could give some guidance or something, or like in his crew. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're rolling around with 70 pounds of weed, so I don't know how responsible yeah, they, I know. they all were. It seems a little excessive. Or yeah. just like you could have probably found all of that without having to fly it like halfway across the country. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it's sad. It's sad. Rest in peace. Most importantly, he ha- he had a lot of goals that he's not going to be able to fulfill. So I think other people like you're like, oh, like I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And you get kind of hesitant. Like, yeah, it makes me think, you know, be more urgent with the things you're trying. You oh, want to yeah. do or. Like you want to say something to people, like say it. If you want to do something, do it. Cause Don't you never know back. when something's going to happen. Yeah. That's the message for Scary. sure. Yeah. All right. Is that enough? Sad. I said it was going to be good vibes today. And then we started off with sad vibes. So we're done with the sad vibes. Yeah, we're done. We're done. All right. No more sad vibes. All good vibes from here on out. I think. Except, uh, well, I guess these are funny vibes for us funny as vibes. an objective. Funny vibes. The, uh, what, what we're about silly, to talk about. Silly vibes. What we're about to talk about next. Yeah. It is very silly. <laughs> 10 year beef. Between Eminem and Nick Cannon at this point. So the feud apparently uh, reignited recently with uh, Fat Joe's album that came out. Eminem is on the song Lord Above. And he got to dissing Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey pretty soon into his verse. It started because... Nick Cannon was on T.I.'s podcast and like they were talking about the beef. Was that first or was that first. after? Oh, it that was. was first. Oh, Nick I Cannon thought... was talking about it, but he wasn't like coming at him at all. He was just like, yeah, I just, I felt like, you know, I had to stand up for myself as a man, mm-hmm. but like I respect him as an artist, blah, blah, blah. Eminem then dissed him. Yeah. Nick Cannon has come back. He came back with a diss and then came back with a second diss. Like he's going to back to back him like he's Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, neither song was that good. <laughs> yeah, no. But... He did accuse Eminem in the first diss. He said that his chauffeur, he said something like Eminem's chauffeur had a video of him. What's like a good way to, what's like a proper way to say it? Fellatio? Oral? 
Oral? Is that the proper way? Oral giving giving, giving oral to another gentleman. Giving oral sex, yeah. To another gentleman mm-hmm. in the back of the in the while the driver was in the car, and then he paid off the chauffeur and fired him to get the video back. So that oh, crazy that's, accusation. That's what yeah, that's what Nick Cannon is alleging Eminem did. Yes, in his first gave and oral then, sex to another dude in the back of a car, and then chauffeur, the chauffeur had, a had a video of it. So Eminem paid off the chauffeur and then fired him. Yes. And then Eminem kind of tweeted, just laughing about it. And then Nick Cannon did a second diss. I don't know if you listened to it, but he doesn't even rap on the second diss because he was in both of them. He had, you know, he has the show Wild and Out. Yeah. He had like members of he, like the Black Squad, you know, the Black and Red Squad. Yeah, so he had, yeah, like yeah. dudes who were on the Black Squad rapping. Uh-huh. It was him and like a couple of them on the first one. The second one was a bunch of them and he never even raps. He just lets all the guys on the Black Squad from Wild and Out rap and he never says a word. He's like, I don't even need to rap because you didn't rap or Damn. something like that. Um, the whole thing's pretty corny, I think. Yeah, I think, dude, I don't know. It's it, it's weird. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, well, first of all, Eminem is the GOAT, but He's sort of like, I feel like he's not handling his, uh, I guess, middle age with, with grace. I don't know. He's, he seems like, like his, his raps are kind of corny now and I hate to admit it because I fucking love Eminem, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. And Nick Cannon too, like he's, he's, I mean, he was on Nickelodeon. He's a, he's corny, but. I like I Nick, actually love Nick Cannon. I, well, I, I was going to say, the, I like Nick Cannon because of Drumline and Wildin' Out, but he's still sort of like, it's just like a funny uh, like beef to have. It's like Eminem and Nick Cannon. It's like the Nickelodeon well, the whole, dude the, the and, whole <laughs> and the white like rapper. Well, Eminem's so corny now, which is like a whole nother conversation. He's is the worst now. But the, the whole thing's ridiculous because it, it's like, a, you may, it's almost 2020. I feel like it's 2010 because it's, Eminem, uh, Nick Cannon, he had Suge, Nick Cannon had Suge Knight speaking on one of the thing on one of the diss tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ti is involved. Uh, Fifty Cent was talking shit at some point, and then <laughs> do you even know who Obi Trice is? Yeah, Obi Trice made a diss to Nick Cannon. Obi Trice hasn't made music Dude. since like two thousand five. It's just like think, all these old washed up dudes exactly. were just trying to get in the news somehow. Exactly. It's, it's Dude, ridiculous. think about like the nineteen nineties diss tracks that were going out between like East Coast and West Coast. Compare that to what this is. This is like this is so stupid. I don't so, know. Dude, and the other it's, the other thing that's annoying about Eminem is everyone's like, "Yo, like, don't battle Eminem." Like, Eight Mile, great movie, obviously, but like, if you think about it, he's never had a beef with anybody who is any kind of threat at all. MGK mm, is not good. True. Uh, what about cannabis? Like, who the fuck is that even? Uh, I, I would took uh, people names down. Benzino, who the fuck is Benzino? Nick Cannon, like not really a rapper. Limp Biscuit, Mariah Carey. Uh, he hopped in the Fifty Cent job rule beef when like Fifty Cent probably didn't even need any help. It's just like he's never yeah, had but, a beef with someone who actually could pose some kind of threat. Well, maybe that's because like you saw that Fifty Cent. Uh, interview from years ago where 50 Cent said that like no one wants to fuck with Eminem so like if you think about all the people that were fucking with Eminem are like the corny dudes that are trying to make a name for themselves I don't know just playing devil's advocate I don't know 
But yeah, Maybe. that's a fair point. Fair point. But Eminem still sucks. Eminem also, <laughs> no, dude, he, dude, dude, he does no, not now suck. He, now he sucks. Okay, now he sucks. Well, yeah. I mean, how old is he? Forty-seven. Yes. Yeah. So I'm all right. I'm not a rapper. I don't. I don't know. But I'm not a rapper. <laughs> but it seems like, from my uh, objective perspective, that rap is a young man's game. It seems like it's like built on like hunger and aggression, and like you're coming up, and that's when Eminem was incredible when he was younger. And now it's like, you know, once you've made it and you've put out however many albums and you start to get like into your thirties and forties, it's like, all right, time to pass the torch. Well, I agree. Cause that's kind of like McGregor's going through the same thing. He's hungry. And then once you have the ultimate success, yeah. it's hard to p- have that motivation. So I agree with that. But my main problem is Eminem objectively in the two thousands, late nineties, two thousands, like that, all the music he made then, it's like some of the best hip hop yeah, music ever. Yeah. And he's one of the best artists ever. Like everyone always says that in hip hop. But he, for some reason, all of a sudden started doing, like he just started being like such a backpack white boy rapper. Where like, <laughs> this is what, like most white rappers who aren't good, like MGK does it, they just try to rap as fast as they can to overcompensate for the fact that they're insecure about being white in hip hop so they try to be like look how good I rap mm. I'm just gonna rap as fast as I can like Logic does that there's like that other dude NF I don't know if you know who that is but like he does that like white rappers overcompensate for their whiteness by rapping fast Eminem now only does that he just raps black as fast as black rappers do can. that too not as often and they Jada usually Kiss? have like Jada Kiss do that no like Twista used to or do that or Twista sorry sorry Twista, Twista did that yeah, but yeah, Twista yeah. had like a had like a bop and a flow and it kind of changes cadence like Eminem now and I don't know why he does it, because he doesn't need to. That's why it's corny, because Eminem doesn't need to rap fast to prove that he can rap. He Everyone already considered him one of the best rappers, and now all of a sudden, he just has to rap as fast as he can on every song. You can't deny the talent, song. though. No. That song, just, Rap God? Yeah, but like that was fine, because that was the first time he did it, but just stop after that. He now tries to rap God every verse he does. Dude, the worst is, you don't listen to Griselda. Or like, nah. So Griselda, if you never listen to their music, like all those guys, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, mm-hmm. and Conway the Machine, they rap super slow. They're yeah. all like street rap, mm-hmm. like drug stuff, like really slow, like whatever. They mm-hmm. rap at a super slow cadence. They just put out an album. 50 Cent was on the album. Mm-hmm. And 50 Cent rapped like them. Like he went into their world. He did a verse where he kind of rapped like them. So it worked with the song and his verse was great. Mm-hmm. Eminem does, uh, has a song. He kind of does that, and he's like pretty much doing like, all right, like he actually didn't whatever. The last 30 seconds, for some reason, the beat changes up, and he's like, like a million miles an hour. It's like, dude, you just, he like literally almost fucking ruined the whole album. And it's the last song of the album. The last song of the album, it all had one consistent flow and vibe and cadence and BPM the whole time, and yeah. he just had to fuck it up at the end and go a million miles an hour because he can't just rap All right, all right. valid point. Because, he, but like his early stuff, it's amazing. He, he used to rhyme like five syllable words. Like find, that's, find me, find me one song. But like he pre two thousand ten, where he rapped like obnoxiously fast. He never used to do that. Yeah, and now he does it too much. Well, dude, I agree. I, I mean, I'm not a fan of his like really new stuff. I think you know, I don't know if it's like quit while you're ahead or what. But like his music was amazing. Like, don't leave a bad taste in people's mouth by putting out like garbage for too long you know also he dissed tyler the creator so like did he yeah oh so for being gay even though he's bi <laughs> is he for being gay yes tyler the creator yes i didn't know that yes he's bi damn yep interesting 
2019, man. Yeah. About to be 2020. Um, but yeah. Uh, beef is corny. Uh, everyone's like, like even TI being a part of it. Like TI is, I guess he's still like pretty relevant now, but he's still like an older dude. Like it's all like these old artists who are kind of watching. Yeah. They're, they're like getting into different stuff now. I don't know. Yeah. Like Um, TI has his podcast and he apparently, uh, does virginity checks on his daughter. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah. That's just like something, even if you do that, just don't bring it up. Just don't Yeah, like how'd that get publicized? He talked about it? He said, talked about it. I forget what show or radio thing or podcast was on, but he talked about it. And he kind of made it seem like he was joking or exaggerating a little bit, but that's kind of just like, you know you're going to get shit on for that. Like, just don't say that. Also, like, she's 18. Like, you're you're fucking up your kid. It's just weird. Just don't say that. Yeah, pretty weird. So anyway, uh, back to this uh accusation against Eminem what what do you think the truth is to that like where do you think he got that from he pull it out of his ass it's, or is Eminem actually blowing people in his car <laughs> it's alleged alleged i feel like as a podcast like once you're broadcast stuff you have to say alleged no matter yeah. what so allegedly this is that's he did yeah that. well, of course but my guess would be yes because no you think it's true yes no way my reasoning Dude. he always he has a history of saying homophobic things who like eminem he makes fun of gay he always used to back in the day doesn't as much but when i said he dissed tyler creator he dissed him for being gay and is that what he dissed him for yes and wait think about this well he he dissed him because tyler the creator criticized him for sucking now so he said whatever you're gay like Mm. using worse language dude but i thought it used to be like a joke like i don't think he was actually making fun of gay people it was like a joke i dude or was it or Dude. was it? And also think about it. Another musical artist who early in their career made homophobic remarks or used homophobic slurs was Tyler, the creator. Really? And he ended up being gay. Or bi. Or bi. Same thing. If you're bi, you're, you're pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But, but I'm still staying strong. No way Eminem did that. No way. Uh, I'm going to stick to yes. He also didn't give a response, like a formal rap response. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's because he doesn't want to, want it to keep going on because he knows he brought up something that he doesn't want people to know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we, we probably won't ever. How the fuck would Nick Cannon know that? That's a good question. Like, is he- Maybe Eminem told Mariah Carey when they were hooking up, before they were married and then they got married and Mariah Oh, so you think the video is from a long time ago? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I was making shit up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Move on. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over that. Corny. Corny. Next, we have Lizzo at the Lakers game. And everyone knows we are... All right. (laughs) This is officially an anti-Lizzo podcast. (laughs) I don't even know if Josh is on the board, Uh, but I'm 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 anti... Anti Lizzo. I'm down with that. So and, I, honestly, after the so I don't know her that well. Like, I mean, I've heard some of her music, and we talked about her before uh, for the Grammy nominations. But after these antics, I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> all for this shit. You pull. <laughs> I'm all for anti Lizzo. All right. What well, Lizzo was at a Lakers Timberwolves game in L.A. I think she's from Minnesota. People were saying it's from a lyric. In her yeah, song. she had something. Something about the Minnesota. article said something about her like showing out for because it was minnesota right so then she was at in la she showed up in a long pretty much a long shirt but 
just cut out a hole in the back and then was wearing a thong so her whole ass was out mm-hmm. and was like twerking with her ass out on the court on like court side and was on the they put her on the jumbotron accidentally she was like bare yeah. ass out well because sitting pretty much bare ass on the seat which the, is gross the lakers dance team was i think during halftime or something was doing a dance to one of her songs so she stepped onto the court and started dancing with them and like twerking with her bare ass yeah with All her right. looking like uh rikishi from wwf <laughs> <laughs> All right, i need i need to make this clear my issue is not that she did this and is overweight. Because that's what... All right. This is one thing I don't like is her being over... I feel like it's a thing that people weaponize. Like if mm-hmm. someone's overweight, you can't criticize them because they're like, oh, you're just saying because they're overweight. Dude, I man. would have a beef with this if it was the hottest woman on earth. Because if... Would you? Yes. Because if if Lizzo wanted to wear that same exact outfit at her own house... Or maybe at like a club even, or somewhere where it was semi-appropriate, mm-hmm. I'd have zero problem. She's wearing that in a stadium, at, at a, in an arena, at a game with kids there, mm-hmm. just like acting ridiculous. And the most ridiculous thing is, I don't know why she does it, because it makes everybody else, like I don't know a Lizzo song. Like I couldn't even hum a Lizzo song. I don't mm-hmm. listen to Lizzo. Yeah. The only thing I know Lizzo for is for her doing stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like you do antics like that. You just get known for those things. And you yeah. know, and again, I keep bringing him up. Tyler, the creator had that same problem. Early in his career, he was a huge goof online. It would make goofy, stupid videos. Mm-hmm. And he literally, he has said this in interviews. He's like, I was pissed because he's like other artists, like artists I looked up to, like Jay-Z, Kanye, Pharrell, would mm-hmm. ha- admire him. Mm-hmm. But he felt like, fans kind of took him not seriously mm-hmm. and he evaluated himself and realized oh it's because i'm acting stupid online and i'm more known for that than my music yeah. so he intentionally stopped putting videos and stuff out on social media of him acting stupid so people yeah. focus on the music and his career trajectory has skyrocketed and has had two straight grammy nominated albums because now people focus on his music and Lizzo's yeah. doing what he used to do and his people are focusing on the antics yeah and it, i mean it's not that difficult to get some attention nowadays. You know what I mean? Like you can no. just do anything ridiculous and, and put it online, but like actually to actually be admired, like you actually have to earn that. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It's, it's like, I'm it, sure, I'm sure her music she, she is looked, good. She looked fucking stupid too. Like, I don't like, it always goes back to like the fat shaming thing. Like the article was saying, uh, people are like outraged as usual. Uh, because they think people criticizing her are fat phobic. So of course it always goes back to that. It's That's like, what I was saying about like weaponizing pulling, it. It's, it's weaponizing. like pulling the fucking card, like whatever it is. Like, you know, she's going to walk around with her ass out around little kids at a Lakers game and get criticized for it. And then everyone jumps to her defense saying, oh, these people are just fat phobic. Um, yeah, she's proud of her they, body. In response, they've sent the entertainer positive energy for being comfortable enough to show off her body while condemning trolls. It's like... But you don't show off your body in an arena, in an NBA arena. That's not the place to show off your body. Show, if she showed off her body in an appropriate place to show off your body, no problem. And an NBA arena. Go to the beach. Dude, NBA arena is not the place. I, I think Rita Ora is the most perfect woman on earth. If Rita Ora did this in an arena, I'd be, I would like Rita Ora less because I would think it was stupid. Yeah. And dude, you know she went in there knowing that this was going to be like a big yes. thing. Like, obviously. Why? Like, no one does that. You know what I mean? She obviously knew she's stepping into the arena in this outfit and she's going to get a ton of attention for it. People are going to talk about it and it's going to be a way for her to promote 
uh, self-love and anti-body shaming, all that shit. It's like, no, just, just don't, don't <laughs> dress like that, like in public around little kids. You know what I mean? The other thing she did was she, they interviewed her courtside and she was talking, she was pretty much talking about she wanted to, uh, climb cat like a tree, uh. Oh, Carl like, Anthony Carl Towns. Anthony yeah, Towns. yeah, yeah. She was just like talking about, she's like, ooh, I don't know what number she, he has, like 35. She goes, ooh, 35. Like, yeah, I read that like too. That. See, now, it, say she never wore that outfit and never was like twerking with her bare ass. Mm-hmm. Also, dude, sitting in a, in this chair with her bare ass is like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, other people are going to sit there. But if she had never done that, but then had done the same interview, she would have gotten just as much attention without having to twerk her bare ass in the mm-hmm. open arena. Let's say a male public figure went into a WNBA game with his uh, ass out saying how he wants to <laughs> climb one of the players like a tree. <laughs> how do you think that would have went? Going over so how high. do you think that would have went? <laughs> I don't know. Just saying, just saying, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah I don't know. So anti Lizzo podcast until she, rede- <laughs> until she redeems herself and she's reformed and only shows her ass off in appropriate places to show your ass off. Dude, we're anti Lizzo. Yeah. I'm anti Lizzo. I won't speak for Josh. I'm, I'm anti Lizzo. No, nah, I'm officially anti. I told you, I'm officially anti Lizzo after these fucking antics, dude. <laughs> she, she looks ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, dude, and these tweets are actually hilarious. Like, you you remember Rikishi from? Uh, yeah. Or is it Rashiki or Rikishi? Rikishi? Rikishi from, and his famous move was like, yeah, he's like, he, he ass, ass in your face. Yeah, yeah he's like a sumo wrestler. That's honestly WWE what, guy. honestly, what she looks like though. It's uh, I don't know, not not pleasant, not All pleasant. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's, Next. let's bang through these. So, oh yeah. Kanye, Kanye looking like, uh, Kanye dressed like the tin man from, uh, it, what's the, what's wizard of wizard Oz. Of Oz. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say one of those like robot street performers. That too. Yeah. He could be one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean, I don't have much to say except Kanye's a goof dude. Yeah. He, he was doing it for an opera. Some he's been, it was like his second opera. Yeah, he's on dude, two operas. Can't even and, keep up with this guy anymore. Yeah. Well, the sad thing is, and I was thinking about it because we're talking about Jay-Z and how like we're listening to his music now because he put it back on Spotify and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the song Lucifer, which is on the Black Album, yeah. and it's produced by Kanye. Yeah, beats fire. Yep. The song is so good. And he was like, and Jay Z in the beginning and the intro is like, Kanye, you did it again! Like he shouts him out. Yep. And I was just like, damn, it's crazy how much they've diverged from each other as yeah, they've gotten man. older in their career. Like Jay Z's gotten more like. He's matured and Kanye seems like he's just acting out and it's Kanye, very he's, strange. Well, dude. He's always been like that, but it's he's, weird. He's now. like obsessed with the idea of, of being like a crazy artist. You know what I mean? Like being like an artist and, and pushing boundaries like that. And Jay-Z's like more went into like the entrepreneur route of like building an empire and being like somewhat like normal put together person. Kanye yeah. is like addicted to being crazy. Yes. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, I, I kind of think some people get caught in that where a lot of ultra successful people end up being crazy and they almost try to reverse engineer that like, oh, if I'm crazy. So they play up the craziness mm-hmm. as if to be like, oh, I'm a genius. Like he's objectively a, a musical genius, but yeah. I think he partially has some kind of impulse that he needs to do something. He needs to act out in some yeah. way. Also, like I'm not. I'm not a fashion guy. I'm not so like I don't know what's cool and what's not in that industry. But like, is he a fashion genius? Because that's what he got into, right? Like, all of his shit seems pretty ridiculous, overpriced, and kind of looks weird. Like, 
I, I, I feel like, like some of his stuff. Is it? I mean, like some of his shoes, I, like I guess, it. are cool. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, what? some of the clothes. Some of the clothes don't make sense. It's just you, like plain baggy crew yeah. sweatshirts, right? Yeah, and they're like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you just buy a champion sweatshirt. Yeah. At Dick's for. Yeah, the non-shoe things are a little weird because they are literally just like baggy tees or something. Yeah. And that's it. It'd be like a gray baggy tee. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like his his bread and butter was music and it should stay that way. Well, I also think he kind of, I think he almost intentionally, this is, uh, I don't have anything to back this up, but I speculate that he almost intentionally does dumb things or weird things or makes things that he knows aren't like mm-hmm. good looking almost to prove the fact like hey i can make anything and people will fuck with it you know what i'm saying like i can yeah. make this ugly shoe that like you'll like you'll say it's ugly but then everyone will buy it but i that, think dude, he almost the, does like that. there's nothing artistic about that that's just stupid i don't know i uh, mean is it is that is that artistic is that being artistic like tricking people into buying shit for a lot of money just because it's Kanye I think he's taking advantage of the fact they're all stupid yeah but I'm saying is that artistic apparently I think it is is it I don't know I don't know dude he's he I I love Kanye but I I don't I don't follow him too much with all this like shit outside of music because I just think it's weird and I don't I don't know (laughs) yeah he painted himself silver yeah, he looks. If you don't, I should like put a link to it in the description because like he just looks so ridiculous. He looks like he's in the play for the the Wizard of Oz as a Tin Man, not that he's doing an opera. And I don't understand in what context that works for the opera. Like, what the hell's are are these opera things about that you have to be look like that, looking like an alien? Yeah, or something. I, dude, I have no idea. Maybe there's more to the story that I don't know about, but I don't know. It seems weird. It's, but yeah, like I, it's definitely like if you if you can't tell that he's just doing like crazy shit because he loves the attention and he loves the spotlight on him and stuff like, I mean, it's, ob- dumb. it's obvious. Yes. That, I agree that's that. exactly what he's doing. I agree with that. But uh, maybe there's a method to his madness. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what I used to think that, but not anymore. I nah. was, I was hanging on as still supporting him, but no, nah. I'm, I'm out on him now. Yeah. I, after his last album, <laughs> since the gospel I, I, album? I jumped out. Yeah. Since, since the Christian, the fake uh, religious album. Besides uh, Sela, that song was actually fire. I liked, I don't even remember because I listened to it like one weekend and then never listened to it again. Yeah. Follow God and there was like another one that I liked. The one with yeah. Pusha T is good because of Pusha T. I just like Sela because like the uh, gospel choir and yeah. that beat, it was, it was, it was just like a the cool The lyrics sound. were just corny because the lyrics, cool there, was, there was no depth to them. It just like, yeah, I, I love God. Like, yeah, yeah Jesus is here. Jesus save you. God, God. Like, it just like this whole thing. Oh, very surface level lyrics. And he was working on that for a while, wasn't he? You would think it would Well, no, have been... he was working on a different album and then scrapped it because he decided he wanted to get super uh, uh, Christian. Well, but he, he had been doing those Sunday services for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Like a few months, yeah. True. Several months, yeah. Didn't wait. Because 2020 is coming up. <laughs> Didn't Kanye say in like 2017 that he was going to run for president in Well, no, he's pushed it back to 2024. Oh, all right. Okay. Because he's going to let Trump get reelected because Trump's his oh, homie. true, true. He'll let Trump get all reelected right. and then 2024. He's, he said that recently, 2024. <laughs> yeah. We should, uh, we should, I know we don't talk politics, but we should poll who people would rather have, President Trump or Kanye. <laughs> you think Trump would win in a landslide? Against Kanye? Yeah. Yes, dude. Come on. He beat Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but do you think like, 
But do you think like Democrats who hate Trump would still vote Trump? Over Kanye West. <laughs> That'd be so nuts. Oh, dude. That'd be the biggest pickle of all time. Especially because Kanye, well, I guess if he was running against him, he wouldn't be like all on board with all Trump stuff, but... Like Connie's objectively. What a would nut his job. policies be, dude? I can't, dude. I can't even get into uh, this. I, this I, is, yeah, I can't. <laughs> awesome. I don't know. Let's just hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, that'd be. A- <laughs> but yeah, anyway, back to the topic of art. So I, we weren't sure if we we're going to bring this up in the beginning, but I wanted to. But we're bringing it up now. I just wanted. I noticed that you got some brand new artwork for. Uh, for your wall in your apartment. Right. So I got some high-end art. I got it shipped here from Art Basel. Mm-hmm. It's uh, brand new. Just got it. Just hung it up today. Yeah. Just hung it up before we started recording. Uh, if you didn't see, a banana taped to a wall was sold for, what was that, 120K? 120000 120K at Art Basel. Yeah. So I was very inspired by that because I thought it was a beautiful work of art. I really liked the message of it. Mm-hmm. You know. So I said, hey, I want to get some art. So this Italian artist... His name is uh, Michelangelo Leonardo uh, Ramos Felipe. I'm not saying Spanish now. I don't even Tony. Know. Tony. Yeah. He got. He <laughs> uh, sent me. I bought this beautiful piece of art, one of one. Dude. Nowhere else. Nobody else owns this. It's well, Josh. What, what is yeah. it? What, what do you? How do you interpret this piece of work? Well, so w- when I walked in the door when I came in earlier, before I could even turn the corner and see it on the wall, I just felt like a presence in here that I hadn't felt before. It was just like invoking some type of emotion. And I turn the corner and I see the bag of pasta hanging on the wall. And it honestly almost brought me to tears. It was so beautiful. It's really just like, it's the perfect angle. And like, I don't know the way the, uh, the tape sort of glistens and like reflects the light. Like it's, it's just magnificent. It, it's really incredible. It's fucking beautiful. Is it, so how many copies? Is this is one the original, one. right? One of one original. Yeah. Okay. No, no other pasta is hanging on anyone else's wall nobody else has that bag of pasta hanging taped to their wall (laughs) not a single person one of one and it's beautiful and i'm fucking so pumped and i paid a lot of money for it but it's worth it because i need i said i I needed art i said i needed art for Mm -hmm. the background the backdrop yeah i got it so if if um i'm sure there's a lot of art collectors in the world that are probably going to come after you for this since it's so rare what's your asking price 500k yeah that's what i was thinking because you know, if it's ban- nice, it's angled. Yeah, no, I know. And plus there's it's it's rigatoni. That's true. Dude. It's rigatoni. Like one banana, 120k, like, you know, that bag of rig- rigatoni has to be at least five hundred K. At least. Yeah. That's that's where we that's like the minimum. I won't go lower than that. No. But I'm gonna ask for more. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna settle at five hundred K at the lowest. <laughs> obviously. It's fucking um, but in all seriousness. A fucking banana duct taped to a wall sold for $120,000. And then a guy ate it. S- and some, then, some like comedian dude ate it off the wall. Which was, I it guess, the, was it the purchaser? No. But I think he was like in on it with the guy who bought it. Dude. But I guess it was going to go bad. If you think about it, it was it would go bad at some point. Yeah. And apparently the cert- there's, you get a certificate of authentication, yeah. authentic- authentication saying that any banana works. So you can replace yeah, a banana There were like instructions banana. on like yeah. the angle it had to be. And, right. Yeah. Dude, who has the type of money <laughs> where they can blow $120,000 on a banana hanging on a wall? Duct tape to a wall. Duct tape to a wall. Well, I actually like it. <laughs> I actually support this guy buying the banana. No. And I support the artist I, I support the artist doing the banana. 
Because it's Why? the same thing as Kanye. If people are that ridiculous that they're going to buy, like, if somebody told you, you can duct tape a banana to a wall and make 120K. Are you going to not do it out of principle or are you going to duct tape that banana to the no, wall 100%. as hard as you fucking can? What, was it a famous artist? He must have been. I don't think Josh, I don't think I could have done it and they would have bought it. Yeah. Because I always used to wonder for the longest time, like artwork that looks like a fourth grader could have scribbled on a piece of paper and it sells for so much money. Like how, how, like, do you, is it like the artist has to build up a reputation first and then because it's that artist it sells or is it just like I, that's one thing I'll never understand man art collectors like I don't know like something that's like extremely skillful like if you can like draw like a perfect portrait or like paint a portrait where that looks like super realistic that's that's incredible in my opinion that's extremely talented that should be the art that's most valuable the shit that's like weird abstract like there's a couple dots here and a couple lines there and it sells for thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars like yeah that's sick how do you not see how sick that is you have to put in no effort no, and you convince dude, everyone no. to buy it i understand that's sick for the artist i'm not denying that what i'm i don't understand people that buy it why people are willing to buy that like they're so far where does the ass. value come from who says that that piece of art is worth that much money they bid for it people are bidding for it maybe and that's just what the asking price ends up being i don't know i don't get it <laughs> i even asked when i interviewed seek one he's an artist and i asked him about like how to like he's like yeah i don't like it just like kind of figure it out like he just didn't really have an answer of how they like there's no scientific way they come to the price of art it's just like what people will, are it's willing what, it's to what they're willing to supply to and demand it's economics yeah they're just following the laws of economics supply and demand and there's not a lot of supply of bananas duct taped to walls. Mm -hmm. There was only one and someone wanted to pay a lot of money for it. Dude, it's just, it's really crazy. I feel like there, has this been done before where there's like, you can get like a weird inanimate object, like a shoe famous on social media by like, like if you can get it going to where, like just a picture of it and then say something about it and get it going to where the point, to the point where it's viral, then all of a sudden that shoe becomes famous if enough people on social media are talking about it and then someone would literally be willing to buy that shoe for a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Just because everyone on social media is talking about it's it. It's art. I think you're just not sophisticated. Dude, I, yeah, I must not be, man. I must, yeah. I, don't I must think not be artistic enough. Your brain just doesn't just, function at that high level. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I just don't, am, am I a hater? I don't know. I just, I'm, I don't think you know any better. I'm not hating on the artist. I'm giving them props, but I'm definitely hating on the the <laughs> losers who who are paying 120 grand for a fucking banana duct tape to a wall. That's All the right. stupidest shit I've ever heard. All right. That person's a chump. <laughs> what Whoever if you have bought the it. money? What if you what if you're Jeff Bezos and that's like you wipe your Dude, ass with 120k? Are, there are so many more things that could make the world a better place than spending 120 thousand dollars on a banana duct tape to a wall. What it, all right, say you're Jeff Bezos. If you, I have that type of money. And you're just like, yeah, drunk. like, you know, people are drunk and they're like, oh, I bought something online. Like, I was blacked out. Like, yeah, I was blacked out and bought this banana for 120K. Like, oh, well, it's so funny. And just duct tape it to your wall. It's a good talking point. I would like to think that if I had Jeff Bezos money, I would never spend my money on something like that. I would buy art for my home, but it would be like legitimate, good, like, Art that takes talent by the artist. It doesn't take talent to hang a banana to a a wall with duct tape. But it takes 
talent to hang pasta by tape. It actually did take some talent. Yeah, it, it did. <laughs> yeah, the artist who hung it, I don't remember his name. I have it on the certificate somewhere, but damn, it's beautiful. Love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big art guy. I got, it's right next to the Seek One painting too, so Seek One's going to get famous now because this famous piece Dude, of ours is right. to it. So we need all the wolves to share this, uh, if this clip goes up on yeah. Instagram, so we could get this bag of pasta famous and then... Don Chen's can make a fuck ton of money if he if he decides to sell this piece of his wall in his apartment. <laughs> oh man, beautiful, okay. dude! If if you could sell that that bag of pasta for any amount of money, five dollars, I'd be I don't know I'd owe you something. That would be kind of sick. Should we see if I can do that? Yeah, like sell that banana. Like someone will buy it. Yeah. Why am I saying banana? Pasta. Yeah. If you could sell that piece of art on your wall. For any amount of money, let we, I'll I don't know. We'll come up with the Who terms. Should we of say the hung it on my wall? Um, I mean, if, should we name it like say it's a uh, <laughs> like a what's it called? Oh, what's it called? <laughs> uh, Banksy? Should I say Banksy? Yeah, hung yeah. It? Banksy. Banksy snuck into my like came to my apartment and hung pasta on my wall. And it's a one of one piece. By That's Banksy. honestly something that he would do. Yes. But then something like, weird would happen, like when he shredded the one piece of art, like yeah, something, yeah. like you don't know, something's gonna happen. I actually liked that, but the reason I like, I that, like that is because the joke was on the people the, buying the it. The people buying it, yeah. and that's the best part. It's like yeah. the joke is on the consumer because, like, look how stupid you are. Yeah, yeah. I so I agree with that one hundred percent. The people who buy weird ass art like that are, are fucking losers. I, I feel know. like Art Basel's all like that. So I'm just like a snob and they're all just, they're all up each other's asses. Yeah. And they're all like, they're just they're... fucking up in their own world. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All right. What do we got? Should we get into, oh, let's do Santa Claus sweater. Oh, dude. We'll, that was, that was fucking hilarious. We'll do this quick. I want one. Yeah. I want one too. That's exactly what I said. I was, dude, <laughs> I need one of those. I don't want one. I need one. Dude. Are, can we, can we, who was the uh, third party that was selling them on Walmart's website? I don't know. There's some third party company on Walmart's website who was selling, apparently had a few sweaters, like Christmas, ugly Christmas sweater things that were inappropriate, but the one that went viral, <laughs> it was Santa Claus sitting. It was like a really shitty drawing of Santa Claus too. Talk about shitty art. Mm -hmm. It was like a fifth grader drew it with a colored pencil or something. And it was just him with a bunch of lines of cocaine on the table with the thing. It said, let it snow. Or well, something. there were like snowballs and then like white lines next to the snowballs. So it was like indicating, yeah, this is cocaine with a bunch of snow, like in the background too. And yeah. then it just said like, let it snow or something like that. But I don't know. People were freaking out. And Well, my opinion on it is I think it's an accurate depiction of Santa Claus. <laughs> How else would Santa Claus have the energy to do all that shit in one Dude, night? Dude, valid point. Think about it. He's on, he's got to be on speed Adderall like Coke. Song. He has or to be on speed. at least his reindeer are. That's they're true the ones, too. They're the ones doing the legwork. Is he coking I mean? up his reindeer to get? I mean, he has to be on some kind of amphetamines or stimulus to be able to get around the world like that. He just he just gives all his the reindeer meth and that's how he gets around. Dude, can you yeah. imagine if that's what you had to do instead of leaving cookies? Like you had to leave out cocaine for Santa Claus. <laughs> like if that's what you were taught as a kid. Like all right, like kids, like cut the lines for Santa. And you're like oh, Santa gives me good gifts. You know what? Uh, like a five year old. <laughs> you know what Jews do on Christmas Eve? Cocaine. <laughs> no, they put a parking meter on their chimney on the roof. <laughs> I can say that because I'm Jewish, guys. Don't freak out. I think I had to get it in there. Yeah, I think Santa has to be on some kind of drugs. He has to. 
At least Adderall. At a minimum. Incredible guy. At a, at a minimum, Santa Claus is prescribed Adderall. Yo, can I get one more joke in? Do it. All right. Uh, why couldn't the guy walk into a room full of Santas? Uh, because, wait, because he was a hoe. He was claustrophobic. Damn, that's actually good. That's yeah. the content people people listen yeah. to this podcast for that kind of content. Dude, it's yeah. So they came here. It's for light, it. it's light. No, that was light. hard hard hitting comedy <laughs> coming right in your fucking ears. They weren't dude, think it, about Dude, it's the it's the season. It's the season. How, how are people gonna be focused on their work when they're probably crying at their desk <laughs> right now? Like can't get their work done because you just made them laugh too hard. Uh I got I gotta get some more. <laughs> I, I, yeah, dude. That should be a thing. You should come with one joke it's every weird, podcast. Like each subsequent age I turn, I, I start to like dad jokes a little bit more. That's what happens. You know? Yeah. Okay. Dude, that's just like, that's like an all around fun joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> fun for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> Children of all ages. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, that. Santa, anyway, Santa Claus has to do some kind of drugs. I think he does coke. It's the only way he can get around at that kind of speed that he's getting around. And his reindeer on coke. Or Molly. Nah, Molly would like no? distract him. He's, nah, he can't dude. focus. He's fucking rolling through the night, man. He's just, vibe, just <laughs> vibing and raging the whole time. Do like, you think, uh, is, does his sleigh have a, like a huge sound system attached to it? You think he's bumping? If Santa was bumping like a huge subwoofer and like a huge sound system in his sleigh, in his uh, sleigh, what would he, what would he be bumping? Uh, the Mariah Carey Christmas song tra- <laughs> Trap Skrillex Remix yeah. <laughs> like the Skrillex Remix just on repeat of, of Mariah Carey's Christmas song all I want for Christmas is you Skrillex Remix that's my answer yeah <laughs> damn what a job though yeah it's probably on drugs that, that. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it there's no other explanation there's none he's on drugs Santa Claus a drug imagine, dude that would be sick, imagine just telling little kids like they're like they ask you how does Santa make it to all the <laughs> Well, he's addicted to meth, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, we're, we're just getting in the spirit here. We're getting in the yeah, Christmas spirit. I feel like a Christmas spirit. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's bang out a few sports updates. Yeah. Sports! Sports. And then, let's go. And then we can close it out. All right. What do you want to do first? Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz, or... Yeah. We, we, we could talk about that real quick. quick. I right. thought it was a pretty boring fight. Boring fight, and Andy Ruiz came in. Andy Ruiz, if you don't know, look him up. Big boy. Chunk. Yep. Chunky guy. He's big boned. Big boned. Very big boned. <laughs> and he was like 260-something. He wanted mm-hmm. to come in at the same weight. So he had initially beat Anthony Joshua. By knockout. By knockout. Mm-hmm. Anthony Joshua was a champion, never lost. They had the automatic rematch. Uh, Anthony Joshua came in in better shape. He came in slimmer. <laughs> and Andy Ruiz said he wanted to come in at the same weight or lighter. He came in 15 pounds heavier. 15? 15. Damn. Yeah, dude, he probably got complacent after his win. He's like, I knocked out the champ. You know, I'm well, chilling. Well, do you think it's complete? I was thinking, is it complacency that he knocked out? Because he was like part, he was like out, like doing like a lot of press and stuff. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. got that attention before. He's the first Mexican heavyweight champ, so he's probably a god in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So was he like, uh, just kind of complacent, or do you think he knew he had no chance in the rematch, and he was just like, "I'm gonna enjoy this while I can." Nah, dude, I know no, I'm getting my shit rock next time. No way. I feel like if you knock out Anthony Joshua, you're like, 
your Just confidence, your confidence is sky high. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm dude. He seems like, like tough. He's, he's a tough dude. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, I'm sure he's not thinking like, Oh, I'm going to lose this next fight. I feel like that's never the mentality. You know what I mean? Dude, he's a, he's like a fat out of shape looking He's Mexican. in shape. Like he was always like No, he, no, he's definitely fit. He looks but, out of shape. <laughs> but yeah. He just yeah, just by looking at him, I don't know. I do, although those dude, those types of builds throw fucking hands, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean they you're pack a heavyweight and you're that big. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just funny to look against like Anthony Joshua who's chiseled, Shredded. looks like a fucking physical like a Greek god and and then you got this like much shorter and like no muscle tone whatsoever, <laughs> like sort of chubby like Mexican dude who just knocks him out. Like that's, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. But I don't think he was going into that fight thinking he was going to lose. But he definitely, he was, I, I, yeah, I, I would guess he got complacent. So that's yeah. been a common theme. Who do we say was like that too? Getting complacent, like Eminem. Like people get Eminem, complacent. I McGregor. Like that, what do you do to, like how, what can you do to I, keep yourself motivated once you make it to the top? If your goal, like, dude, if your goal is to be the heavyweight champ, then you become the heavyweight you, champ. Yeah. Dude, you just can't stop, like, setting higher goals and higher standards well, for yourself. what's higher? Like, you reach the top. Andy Ruiz reached the top. He can't go any yeah, higher. Yeah, but, no, yes, he can. You reach the top, you get one win. It's like, all right, now I'll get two wins at the top. Now I'll get three wins at the top. Now I'll get four. So it's like, it's, it, it's never ending, you know? The saddest thing is McGregor. He disappoints me so much. Dude, he used to be yeah. like my hero. And now he just... Yeah. I hope he, he... You could literally see it in his fighting style too. He used to come out with so much bounce and like explosiveness and fire. And when he like walked out... Yeah, we watched the Khabib like, fight together. Yeah. yeah when, when, when that fight started and he was like inching his way to the center of the octagon to get going, like he was like flat on his feet... He was just like, he looked, he looked like he was just heavy on his feet. Like you, you knew what was coming in that fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sad. It is sad. You hate to see. Yeah. But Pete, dude, I don't know. It's, it's always a cycle, dude. There's always, there's always a new up and comer, a new underdog that's hungrier than the, the the dog on top, you know? So it's impressive when people stay at the top. Right. And that's why it's so rare too. Yeah. It's like, cause when, when you're at the top, the only place you go is down. Or you stay, you know, there's no more hunger climb. to climb. It's either staying or going down. It's it's a hard thing to do. I don't know. But they they were talking about like a third fight. Best of three. I, I don't think, I, now think it's one I, one. I think Anthony Joshua is contractually obligated to fight two other dudes. I think it's oh, like really? he has, there's like two guys that he has to fight one that fights the other. Yeah. And then he can have the third fight if he wants. All right. We'll see. Yeah, um so. and then all right, next thing. Alistair Overeem, he is a UFC fighter, <laughs> and this guy got rest his, in peace, dude. All right, I'm gonna put this for sure in the description, but look it up. He his lip got split. I didn't see the pun. I didn't watch dude, the clip. You didn't he, watch it? No. no, I just saw the picture of it. You didn't see the clip? No. You're about to. I'm, I'm about to show you. you watch a live. He his lip is split open to like up to his nose. Dude, no exaggeration up to his nose. I think it's almost at his nose. It's at his nostrils. His fucking upper lip got punched off of his fucking face, dude. <laughs> like, all right. dude, that's why those guys are crazy. Like, dude, the funny thing is, he was sick till you get punched in the face. It didn't knock him out, and he immediately started smiling and got pissed at the ref for calling it. Yeah, he tweeted after the match. He tweeted after the fight that 
he thought it was a quick stoppage. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get up to show you this clip. see wait wait for the slow-mo oh dude you see it flap like flaps you see it flap ew dude dude it is so gnarly it's what the fuck and he wasn't cut open at all before that nah whoa dude ew imagine just imagine uh, dude his lip got punched off bro ew dude do you immediately stop all right say Say you're the ref. Dude gets punched in the face. Mm-hmm. He stays standing. Yeah. Doesn't look rattled. Is still, still coming has his at hands him. Up. But his lips split open like that. Do you stop the fight? Uh, do I or do, does a UFC ref? <laughs> if you're if you are a if you are a trained UFC ref, it's at your discretion. I, I don't know what it. the training is. I mean, dude, they, I'm sure they have protocols for like if there's like gruesome injuries that they see, they're obligated to call it. I'm, I'm, he's still fighting. He doesn't seem phased at all, and he's still fighting and defending himself like he was before. Yeah. But his lip is just like off his face. Dude, the problem is these dudes are so tough and so fucking crazy that a lot of them would Keep fighting, be yeah. willing to fight through gruesome injuries. It's like how if NFL players would play through concussions yeah, when they know they're not yeah. supposed to. Same thing. Especially when the adrenaline's going like that. It's like... If I don't even feel it till later. Yeah. Prime example, when I sprained my ankle in my jiu-jitsu tournament... I was like, fuck it. I'm going back out for more. <laughs> Just like getting my thing. lip punched off. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. No, but honestly, <laughs> the uh, the adrenaline really like doesn't, it prevents you from thinking clearly. It's like. You it, felt it, that way when you hurt your ankle? When I, when I sprained my ankle, I like, first of all, I knew it was fucked up. It was black and blue and it was swollen instantly. And I heard and felt a pop. I finished out that match. As soon as that match ended and I like hobbled off the mat. I knew it was fucked up, but I didn't feel it. Like physically, I didn't feel the pain because I was so amped up. So I went over to the athletic trainer and had her tape it up. She gave me the worst tape job you could possibly Wait, imagine. Wait, so a trainer saw how fucked up your ankle was and she, didn't stop you? She said, I recommend you do not continue competing. And I said, like, dude, I've been looking forward to this day for two months. I've been training for this. It's my first match. I got three more to go. Like, I'm not ending this this early. I was I was so pissed so I was like, can you just like tape it tight and I'll just like go back out there and see how it goes. She advised against it, but she said, sure. She taped it up, but she, she, it was the worst tape job ever. Well, I mean, your ankle is probably fat as shit. It's probably hard to tape. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I went back out there and in, in my second match, I, I could hardly plant my right foot into the mat. So didn't do too hot. And uh, But if you could, you would have choked his ass out. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Dude, I mean, I could have if I was... If I wasn't hurt, I just literally couldn't plant my foot in the mat. But that, I mean, that's the thing. It's like adrenaline. Adrenaline prevents you from seeing how injured you really are. Just it, you'll just keep going. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's what this guy wanted to do. He's like, "Oh, I'm fine." Probably didn't even know. <laughs> That'd be tough to not know. Look in the mirror and see your face. Well, once you look in the mirror, yeah. But Oof. when he Oof. was in the octagon, he, dude, he stood. He it knocked him down, but he stood right back up. You know. He stood right back that up. That was really disgusting. I was grosser than I thought it was. Um, yeah, crazy shit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, should we just do this last thing super quick and then end it? Yeah, real call, quick. Call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Vick supposed to be a captain for the Pro Bowl, and people have some woman got pissed because of his dog fighting past Obviously. and started a petition, which when I checked, which is two days ago, had five hundred thousand signatures. 
for him to no, not be a captain. And uh, people are debating whether he served his time through yeah. the jail sentence he had or not. My take, he, he, he served his time. He should be off the hook. Like, he shouldn't have to answer for that anymore. He served his time. He also does a lot of charitable work for animal mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But I could also see someone making the argument like, well, do you love dogs? And you're like, yeah, I love dogs. Well, then like, how could you support Michael Vick? Like, do you really love dogs? And we have a tendency to be hypocritical, I think. Yeah. I've, that goes I've, back to like me saying like, oh, drugs are bad, but then I'll vibe to songs about dude, drugs. But is, is no, it, with, with that attitude, you're, you're basically arguing that no one is capable of redemption. Right. I agree. He served as, he served, if you served jail time and he wasn't like in there for a month and got out, he was in there for like two years. Yeah. So and also like he, I feel like he displayed his uh, he his evolution, his yes. change. You know, what I mean, he he truly did. Uh, you know, he's expressed like, you know, I didn't know better back then, and this and that, and I I really learned like my lesson. Like he's a different person now. This At is least all, these kinds of things. Like, do you think of this woman who started it that she? Like her immediate initial reaction was anger because of this, or do you think she tried to find like she was trying to figure out how she could be mad about something, or like, <laughs> ooh, like I could I could get mad about this. I'm gonna get mad about it and make it. Uh, no, I'm I'm sure I'm sure her wrong? anger was genuine. I'm sure she like saw that, but I'm sure she's an extremely opinionated person. Probably has you know, like six dogs and 12 cats in her house by herself. And, uh, <laughs> and she probably was outraged instantly. And she's probably, you know, you know, very fixated on hating Michael Vick from that, the time he was in the news for that years ago. And I'm sure this came up and I'm sure she's, Oh no, absolutely not. I'm getting a petition going. I'm sure. That, but I'm sure she was actually angry. Mike Vick's the, his career is sad because he was so good. Dude, and he, he, was, he got take he got went to jail like in his prime. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then leave it to the Eagles to pick him up. Well, the Jets. Yeah, that's true. The Jets had him too, though. So I can't, yeah, I can't show him. Too um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know. People are gonna get mad at everything. It's like let him live. Outrage let him live. culture. <laughs> Damn it. I, I have no problem with him serving as a captain. He's a legend. No one's perfect. People make mistakes. I don't know. That's that's my take. Yeah, I mean, they let people who like commit other crimes, domestic violence, like they spend it for a few games and keep playing. So yeah, exactly. I think Mike Vick could be a captain after serving jail time for something like a decade ago. Yeah. So agreed. All right. Should we wrap it? Yeah, let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. The episode 50 is complete. If you made it this far, shouts out to you. You're a true wolf. Please share it. Please support. Please shout out the pod. But it's better if you just send it directly to people. Just send it to someone. Um, and any last words, Josh? Um, Good luck in the rest of your finals. Yeah, happy holiday season. I mean, we'll be back for more, but yeah. oh, it's, we'll a, it's a festive season, so I hope everyone's feeling good. I'm going to be through finals soon and then start setting for the bar some. <laughs> you know, the stress is coming but at least uh i have my thursday therapy to let's, let's do it yeah All right. peace oh.